broadcasting legend in his own mind. He's known to be prickly and very opinionated. It's time to get in the huddle with your host, Coach Muddle. All right, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the huddle. And, uh, man, big Thursday. But, you know, I, I really wanted to start off, Nick, because I'm so upset beyond belief that the whole offensive line of the Giants has COVID and they haven't moved the game. So disrespectful by the NFL to not move the game. How dare them? Well, it's Monday night. You know, I mean, unbelievable. I don't care. The NFL's against the Giants, Nick. And the whole world is against it. Every damn call, everything. Well, what is it? <laughs> yeah. You know. What is it? Oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. I do have Raiders power. <laughs> um, you know, I'll rep the black and silver. Um, like, I remember back in the day, the Raiders starter jackets. That was the thing, man. I had a Raiders starter jacket. Uh, I had that, and like, I remember the horn. Really big, too. But, man, like, people used to get shot for Raiders starter jackets and shit. Because that was the big thing back in the uh, early 90s and, like, late 80s. Because uh, I think it was NWA and all those guys that the, the Raiders started. Yeah, don't you remember the quote? Um, don't you remember the quote? Stop giving juice to the Raiders because they didn't pay us. <laughs> What's Angela? What's up, Angela? What's Angela? <laughs> oh, I see it because I can't now, type. Only one test positive, though. Yeah, the, the office, starting offensive guard, but they quarantined all but two offensive linemen. Yeah, well, the same thing happened with the Raiders. Let's wait and see here. I mean, yeah. I don't think, you know, it was just Brown, I mean, uh, you know, for the Raiders and then the whole team. Yeah, I mean, look, when it comes to Brady, I mean, that's just some of the announcers. I mean, Schlereth was a little over the top. And look, he hates the Raiders, too. I mean, this is a former Bronco. Let's not forget. Right, right. You know, and Broncos and Raiders don't get along. That's like Cowboys and Eagles. So, oh, so look at it. It's silver and black. <laughs> Did I say black and silver? Yeah. I know it's silver and black. I thought I fixed myself because I know it's silver and black. I know that. I wouldn't. Maybe I said it first because I saw black. Or no. See, that's how I messed with <laughs> Black and then silver. See, I think you cross the off because you look at one side and then it points to the other. But, um, no, I mean, Coach, I mean, I think you knew anyway. Yeah. Probably not a great chance against the Bucks. Right. Right. You know, still, every game's big because they're not out of it, as crazy as it sounds. I mean, if they could sneak a win, you're going into a huge game against the Eagles where you could get back into playoff contention. Yeah. As much as it sounds when you're – what are they one six? Yeah, I mean, but it is—it's legitimate. I mean, the Eagles are you know only a game and a half ahead of them. I mean, it's—it's—it's it's, it's feasible. I mean, it sounds nuts, but it's feasible. Now, I here's what I, I heard this today: uh, the receiver for the Saints to the Eagles. Yeah, I saw that. That's not going to happen. His contract's too big, um, and even with the Saints, people forget about that too. There's a lot of, I think. Peyton's trying to set him straight. This is a guy who just punched a, a, a teammate in the face during right. practice. Right. And this is after he's missed five, six weeks. You know, they've given him a lot of money. I mean, you know, the Eagles are in salary cap hell, coach, but there's one team in worse salary cap hell than then, the Eagles, right. and that's the Saints. Right. So I, I don't foresee it. Um, yeah, I don't see it happening. Like we said, too, if you go trade Thomas – where does that lead the Saints? I mean, they're a playoff team and done. And, I mean, like, I don't know. This is Breeze's last year. I really believe that. I mean, maybe he has that little bit of Brady in him thinking he could go to 
you know, older. But Brady, I don't know. He hasn't shown – not that Breeze has declined huge. It's just, I don't, you know, Breeze isn't what he was a couple of years ago. You know, Brady right. can still play with, with, with talent around him. Breeze struggles to throw the ball down the field. Um, look, he's efficient as hell. He knows where to go. He knows who the open guy is going to be. He's accurate. But, you know, he's not what Drew Brees was three, four, five years ago. Oh, I, I, I agree. I agree with that. I agree with yeah. that 100%. But, yeah, you know, no, I was just, you know, I was just, you know, just kind of uh, just trying to make fun. I already know the Giants. I couldn't, you know, the look, the Giants are the Giants. It is what they, what it is. And, you know, I'm not uh, – I just didn't want to, you know, because I don't have an alternate team to root for, so I just have the Giants. So, yeah. You know. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, with COVID, you got to wait and see. I mean, and that's the other thing too. They're not going to not have their Monday night game. You know what I mean? Right, so, right. They'd have to think that. Yeah, I, I think it's Drew's last year too. Um, I think Brady's going to. I mean, I remember when Brady said forty-five, and I laughed. Well, he's at forty-three now. He's signed <laughs> yeah. a three-year deal. And I think he plays next year. I mean, after that, I don't know. But no, like I said, look, I think I, if they win it all, I think he walks away. I could see that. I think he walks not, away. And coach, I agree with this. I'm not on Brady's junk, but let me say this: I'm not in the Dow Tom Brady business. That's <laughs> not something. Not that's not a train I get on. I'm not in the Dow Tom Brady business. <laughs> I've heard people say year after year after year. I got into an argument with our intern last year who freaking said – who was it? Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Brady was – basically compared Brady to Ryan Tannehill, call him a system quarterback. Well, well, where is he at now? He's yeah. out of that system. And, boy, 18 touchdowns, four interceptions for a system quarterback. I mean, that's so absurd for a guy who's won six Super Bowls. Um, I agree. Yeah, I, I know. I hey. – I I I I was right behind you, one hundred percent. Yeah, no, and, I know you were. And 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 that's the reason why he's the former intern and not the intern anymore. You know, uh, well, I mean, there the list was pretty long, but that was one of them on the list. Yeah, I mean, Angela, that's good though. I, they got a shot. I mean, I would lean towards. I'm uh, you know you say the Chiefs, they hate the Chiefs. You can't win with Raiders. It's <laughs> me. You say the Chiefs, they hate the Chiefs. You say the Bucks, they hate Brady. Um, yeah, I don't think the Ravens are going to win it. I think it's honestly Chiefs. Angela Pittsburgh, Tampa Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean it could happen. Um, you know what's funny too, Coach? I didn't realize this weekend Pittsburgh, Baltimore, mm -hmm. first time Lamar and Ben are going to face against each other. Oh wow! Yeah, the because uh, Ben's been Ben was hurt. Year, he got first year. He got in later in the year. Right, they right, right. Him, they were twice. And then last yeah. year, Ben's hurt. I didn't. Compute that though, because you know it felt it feels like Lamar Jackson is in like year four a little bit here. He got an MVP and all, right, and, right? But year one it was later, and then last year was the second year MVP year. I was a little surprised by that, so that's a little interesting. Um, you know, I'll give that winner out on who I think is going to be the winner, which will be the winner. So on, on Sunday, obviously, but um, yeah, I get you want to talk about tonight's game real quick. I do, I do want to talk about okay. tonight's game. Um, look. This is a tough one, man. Honestly, this is a game I'm going back and forth with. I really am. Uh, when you look at the two teams I test, Panthers are a better team, no doubt. Panthers are the better team, you think. But then, like, you look at it, the line is one and a half, Coach, with the Panthers at home. 
that's a Falcons line. That's a Falcons line because you know you would think obviously um, the Panthers be favored by three, four points. It's a Falcons line, but you know then you start looking at things too with the Falcons. They were very injured early. Okay, and but I know they we blow the leads. Yeah, exactly. Hold on. I know you say woulda, coulda, shoulda, shoulda, <laughs> but coach, last week, if Gurley takes a knee, they win that game, and that's all you need to do is take a knee and kick a field goal. You're not one and six. You're two and five. Then you have the Dallas game with the onside kick. Well, now you don't make that mistake. You're not two and five. You're three and four. Then they blew the Bears game. So they're not a one and six team. I mean, a couple, literally one play here or there in a couple games. And I look, I get it. They play bad situation of football and did it, didn't get it done. But still, there's three games, coach. You flip and they're four and three. Right. So Falcons aren't as bad. And let's not forget, too, these two teams since 2013. They've, they've always split their series. And the uh, Falcons and Panthers already played earlier in the year, and the, the Panthers won. So some of the trends are going towards the Falcons. You know, they, they haven't obviously had a team sweep the series since 2013. So it's been every year since 2013 they've split their series. So I'm going to go Falcons tonight. I mean, honestly, you know, it would be really a game I'd stay away from. But I'm a degenerate, and I, I'm up big money. And I need action tonight, so I'm gonna. Um, I'm definitely. Gonna yeah, because yesterday was killing you. Yesterday was killing you. No, no games yesterday. Nothing yeah, going on no, yesterday no. for the first time in a while, right? I know. I was counting ceiling tiles last night, man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now uh, you know. I was gonna wait for Stiz uh, to kind of chime in. Because I wanted right. to know what his prop bet was on uh, ways the. Uh, uh, Falcons find a way to lose the game. You know, what, what the new way to find a lose, find a way to lose. You know, well, you know what? Last week, man, it was on Gurley. I mean, the coach Raheem Morris, who used to, I believe, he was the head coach in uh, <laughs> I did, I did. Um, but Raheem Morris, it wasn't his fault. He told Gurley, McCaffrey's not playing game. tonight, Brian. Yeah, he's not. McCaffrey is out. Yep, yeah. no, he's out. They say, yeah, he did, he's not playing tonight. Yeah, he's uh, he's out. So, um. Yeah, I mean, look, Teddy Bridgewater looks good, but I, I think Stiz is on the other side on this one tonight. I think he said he liked the Panthers. And it's a tough game. It's a tough game. It, it's, it's probably a, a, a coin flip. Yeah, look some look some uh, props up, Stiz. Maybe you want to throw something out there. Um, but, you know, who do you think is going to win? I, I like the Panthers. I just do. I think Matt Rule's got him playing well. Matt Rule's my guy, I, you know. So I, that's, that's, what I, uh, that's what I think, you know. And with the Panthers, too, when it comes to McCaffrey, I'd be very careful because things are starting to look positive for the Pan Panthers. You know what I mean? Right. This team's a lot better than I thought they were going to be. I mean, let's not forget, their over-under for wins was only five games, and they're already three and four. So, and you're halfway through the season, less than halfway through the season. So, I mean, they're on pace for that six or seven type win season. You know, good year from uh, Bridgewater. They could get good pretty quick. Maybe not next year, but I could definitely see them, you know, maybe being a playoff contender next year, but definitely by year three. Rule's doing a good job. They just got to get some more players in there for Teddy and for that defense. You know, I think the way Teddy's playing, you know, because everybody said, oh, he's just a stopgap. You know, he's just right. a placeholder. But I think what, what that does for your team mm. is now you get to put pieces around so when you go draft that quarterback in in three years, there's pieces around 
that he steps in and they don't really miss a beat. Yeah. That you know, I, I, and that really hel- helps you out as as well yeah. because now you fix the offensive line, put some weapons around your quarterback, and yeah. you know, hopefully you get lucky and get on a run. Right now, there's one prop I was looking at. If you want to look at it, was over on Gurley, seventy and a half rushing yards. You mentioned it last week with the Saints that Panthers have one of the worst rush defenses in football. Kamara had a good rushing game last week, and last time they played. Gurley had like 120 yards uh, in the game. I think only on 15 carries, too. He had like eight yards a carry. Gurley had a nice game when they played the Panthers last time. So that's one thing, uh, you, you know, I, I'd be looking at. And then, Stiz, if you want to answer that, I'm sorry, I don't mean to put you to work here, Stiz, but uh, more yards, Robbie Anderson or DJ Moore? That's a Stiz question, man. He's the fantasy guy. He knows all these dudes. Right. I, mean, I know both of those guys. But Stiz, Sizzle named the freaking third tight end. I'm like, who's that guy? You know what I mean? And so Stiz, when it comes to that, man, he knows his stuff. I'm going to throw Stiz. Yes, I, I know uh, Lamey is, uh, you know, going to start. I'm going to, we're going to table the Giants till Monday since they, since they, uh, since they play on Monday night. We'll, we'll go with the, the Giants talk. We'll table it for, for Monday's show. Look at yeah. Pee Eater trying to take steal Stiz's thunder. Pee Eater jumping in, man. <laughs> Stiz likes DJ Moore. DJ okay. Moore, University so of Maryland. He's the opposite of Pee Eater. I like it. <laughs> Come on. Love Stiz, it. Is, Stiz is the man who has changed the name of the show. Sundays with Stiz. And yeah. it's just going to be us filming Stiz. Stiz will be outside by the fireplace and his cigar. You know, nice, comfortable setting. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fireside chats with Stiz. <laughs> Watch out for the new shoe, Stiz and Pee Pee. <laughs> that doesn't sound good, Tommy. You might want to fix that one, too. That might be an OnlyFans show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know that, that could be for the Alternative Lifestyle channel. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Coach... One thing I wanted to talk about quick, too, and I know you got your guy coming in. There's two things. One, the Big Ten. Obviously got a game canceled this week, Wisconsin. And Wisconsin number nine in the country. And probably had the best chance to be Ohio State's uh, opponent in the Big Ten championship. And you know what? I don't feel bad for the Big Ten. They've done this to themselves. They waited and waited and waited, and now they've made it where they needed to play 10, 10 games in 10 weeks where right. you have no no buffer room. And we all knew with college, with all the amount of players and just because it's college kids and partying and all that stuff. It, what's going on, Jason Dean? What's up, Jason uh, Dean? Yeah, we, you know, it was going to be tough. So it's the uh, – you know, I would blame I blame the Big Ten. I do so too. I do ball. too. I, I, you know what? I, you know, it it falls all on you for being being a pansy and and not following suit. You know, you know, because no, and I take that back because you were got too big for your britches. You thought you were the king of the hill and forgot the SEC was the actual king. You know, you 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 thought you were king of the corner, but the SEC showed you who who truly is. Right. The man, yeah. and you yeah. know everybody else follows the SEC. They don't follow the Big Ten. This is right. nineteen seventy, okay? Right. Yeah, and I'll tell you, next weekend, I think it's next weekend is Jason Deem's team's week. They got Clemson. I think it's next week. I mean, they, they it's next week there, Jason Dean. And I'll say this though, Notre Dame had their best game last weekend, so you know, uh, Clemson's going to be a tough game, but um. 
We'll see. We'll see. You, you never know. I, but it's like they say any given Sunday. It's the same thing in college. You know, I, like I said, we got Penn State, Ohio State this weekend. And I'll tell you, how, how pissed would the Big Ten be if Penn State has that game last week and then goes and somehow and beats Ohio State? Right. I don't see it happening. But, man, that's like a, a nightmare scenario for the Big Ten. Because then people are going to get down and say, well, now, whoa, Penn State didn't really lose. It was bullcrap. Because right. they had call late, you know what I right. mean? Right, right. So that's, that's a nightmare scenario for the Big Ten for a start. Their first weekend, your second highest rated team, which is Penn State, after Ohio State loses to Indiana in a controversial game, then it goes and beats your best team. That would not be a great start for the Big Ten. I, I agree. I agree. You know, and – then all of a sudden it makes it seem like Michigan's relevant again. Michigan looked good, man. Let's see. Michigan looked good, though. They finally coached. You know, their defense has always been good. But they finally, I think they got their quarterback. He looked good. Um, Minnesota's, I don't know. I like Minnesota. I thought they were headed on the up trajectory. They didn't look good last weekend. But Minnesota, uh, uh, Michigan scored some points. Now, look, we all know it don't matter, Coach. It don't matter till they play Mich- Ohio State. That's right. the game. You're right. You know what I mean? And that's that's their mountain to climb. I mean, they can't get past that game. I mean, so that's going to be the little 10. That's going to be the game, though. And real quick, Coach, if I wanted to bring up two, and I think it's good. I mean, he's older. White Sox hired Tony LaRusso. I think it's a good move. I think there's so many of these analytical guys they're bringing in. LaRusso is a good manager who's going to manage for feel. And <laughs> But, no, do you like that hire, Coach, with the White Sox? I, I'm I'm a little torn. I, I on one hand I like the hire. This the he's other seventy six. He's yeah. seventy six. That's 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 the thing, you know. You know, and but look, hey, Dusty Baker is is you know he's in his seventies, right? I mean, right. oh yeah, I think and, he's older than yeah, and he's older he took older. you know he took them to uh, an ALCS. Uh, you know, Davy uh, Davy Johnson came back. Late later on, Jack McKeon came back later on and uh, brought teams. So it might be, but I, again, I think it's uh, it is. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see. You know. Yeah, no, but I like, like I said, you saw in the Rays game that these managers are losing the feel for the game a little bit, and it's two of this. You know, what's the computer say to do? And look. When it comes to how you line up your defense and all, look, I don't like it because I think it takes from the game, but it works. You can't deny it. I mean, how many times do you see these guys hit the ball right to where these guys are lined? You know what I mean? Right. So I get it, and it works. But it's like I said, when it comes sometimes, sometimes you, you, you're going to manage on field. A guy's got a hot bat or, you know, a pitcher struggling at a certain time. It's, everything's not numbers. Community standards. <laughs> what standards? Yeah, oh, we right. have standards. <laughs> oh, Captain Second Team. Yeah, it's, it's the alternate team. The alternate I'm team. It's not me. second, Tommy. You have to yeah. say it correctly. It's the alternate, alternate team. team. Everyone is old except Tom Brady's old ass, isn't it? Well, I mean, look, when you play at his level at 43, I mean, yeah. you know, I can't believe it. Like I said, when he said 45, that was one thing I doubted. I mean, because nobody's done it. Where can you see it? Right. Like playing at a high level. I know guys like didn't Steve DeBerg play the pretty old Steve DeBerg? Yeah, but he was Steve a career DeBerg. backup. He was, That's what I'm saying. Know, like, so, you like know, you're and, talking about being a starter, a pro bowl. Right. I mean, he's a pro bowl caliber QB right now. I right, mean, at insane. 43 years old, right. So, you know, 
Go oh, do Facebook it, man. standards, he's saying. Well, that's <laughs> no surprise from Facebook. They're going out. They're going out all these social media platforms right now. So yeah, and a kicker because because wasn't uh, uh, Jan Stenerud kicked to like he was yeah. forty eight or something like Gordon that? Gordon Anderson, I think. Yeah, so. they kicked into their late forties. Gary so. Anderson. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and oh, by the way, uh, just to throw this out there for my my New York contingents uh, out there, you know, the mayor of New York is trying to block the sale of the Mets. Is he really? Yeah. So just going up for uh, approval from the owners. And yeah. Like he, 23 of 30 or something. Yes. And he's trying to block. He's trying to block it. I mean, don't you have more important things to do? You're in a pandemic. Mm. To deal with like real issues like feeding people, cure, you know, helping, you know, people get well and, and right. getting the economy of your city back. I and agree. Maybe yeah. isn't that why part you of about the Mets. In, yeah, yeah, why are you worried about the Mets and why why aren't you you know that that would help your economy, you dumbass? Because you know I, I'm just Angela, saying his age isn't with an issue with me because Larusa, a guy who won with the A's, and I think he's a great manager. I think he should have won more with the A's, and I'm not going against him, but he should have won more with the A's. That was a great team they had with the A's. Yeah. I mean, they won in '89 in the earthquake series against the Giants, but. They got swept by the Reds, I think, in '90. Was weren't they? Was it then they got swept by the Reds? And then they also lost, I think. In, were they the team that lost in '88 to the Dodgers? I think it was them. So they should have won more. He's going under on Todd Gurley rush yards. All right, Stiz. Now and then, you know, Larusa won how many with the Cardinals, Coach? Wasn't it like two or three? I think he won like two or three with the Cardinals too, Larusa. Yeah, he won a couple with the Cardinals. So as answer well. that. What? Why? Why do you have a problem with the age? I think she said we. She said, "Why is age an issue?" Well, yeah, well, you said his age was an issue. I, I said the age was. Yeah, uh, I, I, I thought the age was was the issue because you know sometimes the game passes you by. I just don't, you know. I mean, but we'll we'll, we'll see, man. I don't but, think it would pass him by. If it would be anything, is it? It's like relating with the players, but I don't think that's a problem. You know what I mean? As long as you know how to manage. And LaRusso knows how to manage. They're going to be – I think they'll be fine. I mean, I think they'll be fine. And, look, the White Sox have one of the better teams in, in baseball. I mean, they were pretty good last year. Right. Now, I'm not saying that. That's what Paul was saying. I, I, I think LaRusso is a good manager. I don't think age has anything to do with it. I, I think uh, and I think they need some of those guys because these young guys are all about what the computer says and the numbers, and I don't I don't think that's, that's the way to go. I mean, I think you right. use – you use both. You use feel, and then you can use some of the analytics to your to your advantage if, if, if it can help, especially in the regular season. I do get in the regular season, but, man, in postseason, everything goes out the window, man. It's a different game. You know, certain people – like, look at Kershaw. How do you explain Kershaw, Coach? A guy who was a stud, mm-hmm. and then when it got to the postseason, just struggled, man. But there's a I ton mean, of guys like that. There's a ton of guys that – Bonds was like that you know. until he got to the Giants. In later years, when he his head blew up, literally. But now, uh, but struggled n- for a long time. But now, El Duque was a guy who could sit around on the beach all year, and then yep. come playoff time, he was lights out. I mean, yep. you know, I, I mean, he was just the man. Yeah. I, you know, I just I, that I didn't understand. Like, how, how can you pitch so bad, but yet come playoff time, you're lights out. You know. Yeah. But, did you put up what Stiz said about Gurley? Yes, I put that up. Yes, oh, put I it did. up again, just so I everybody can see it. it. Gurley, so under Gurley tonight. Thanks, Stiz. 
And Stiz will be ready for Sunday fun day. Excited for this Sunday. And look, like I said, the, you know, early on, me and Stiz, we, like I said, when the lines come out Monday, I usually talk to Stiz and we go back and forth. What do you like? What do I like? You know, this, that. And the other thing, what do you think this line's going to be on Sunday? Well, you know, before Monday. And, you know, both of us, last couple of weeks, before the last weekend, didn't see much we liked. There's things I liked last weekend. I had a good weekend. And there's some things I like this weekend. So I, I'm getting my feel back. Like I said, it was an adjustment, man, not getting used to no home field advantage and all the things going on. And, and Vegas is really throwing some curveballs at you. They really are. And a game like tonight's a perfect example. It's tough, man. The, the Panthers, by your eyes, are the better team. But the line says Falcons. Okay. All right, I still like the Panthers. Okay, well, I, I like that because I like the Falcons, and you lose everything, so that <laughs> plays right in my hands. I mean, the Dodgers were the only thing you didn't mush, so <laughs> you did pick the Dodgers. Everything else you picked. I mean, man, this guy could pick his nose. <laughs> oh man, I tell you, um, uh, no, I picked a couple of. Uh, I could picked a couple other winners. You know, and he's and he's right too. Uh, there's so many injuries; it is hard to handicap. That's another thing that right. we, it's been so hard to factor in. There's been teams that are, I mean, a lot of teams with just so many injuries, and it's San Francisco, the Chargers, the offensive line, defense, Falcons. Their whole secondary was hurt. Eagles, Cowboys. I mean, it's been the Raiders had some some injuries. You know, it's been pretty damn wild this year. All right, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna get ready to switch over and talk gotcha. some local high school football. Sounds um, good. You got so what do you got tonight? What's the what? What are you what are you doing? I'm gonna, I'm gonna I mean I'm gonna go Falcons. I'm gonna go Falcons. I mean, uh, like I said, you know, I'm betting it just because I got a lot of I'm up money and I'm I'm a degenerate and I need the action. So, but yeah, I, I mean I'm gonna go Falcons. Like I said, I don't love it. You know. I wouldn't go crazy on it, small play. But, I mean, like I said, I'm going to make a pick because it's Thursday and it's one game, and i got to make a pick, so I'll go Falcons. All right, Falcons, we'll see. All right, everyone, uh, don't forget, uh, we're we're still on. We're just going to switch over. Uh, Dave Garrison, my uh, broadcast partner, is going to be joining us here in about a second. Uh, as soon as I, as soon as I tell everybody, don't forget Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Stiz will be there with your all your fantasy hookups, and uh, Nevada Nick will have his picks, man. So right. uh, join us Sunday morning, Sunday fun day. And, and Stiz just put up two. The over under is fifty one and a half. I would think you got to go over with that. Over? I was going to say yeah. under. No, you go over. Because, look, the last game was 23-16, so that's 39 points. So people were thinking, oh, they didn't score much. But that's the other thing I didn't bring up, too. Panthers win by a touchdown. Julio Jones didn't play last game. Now they got Julio Jones back. And, Stiz, if you could comment in there, too. Julio Jones is good for tonight, right? I know he was kind of banged up like yeah, a week or two ago. But I'm pretty sure Julio Jones is good tonight. But, yeah, I would go over 51 and a half. It's going to be a uh, – yeah, you got two good offenses, two struggling defenses. I, I, I'm i going to go over 51 and a half. All right. Good deal. All right. All right. Thanks, Nick. We appreciate you. We'll see yep. you on Sunday, man. Sounds good, so. buddy. Hey, Dave. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you? Look at him wearing his Eagles hat like, like it means something. You know, Jeez, just, man. just to remind you about last weekend. Just the uh, dumpster fire that is the NFC East. But, you know. Hey, so. I'd rather be on the top of that dumpster fire than the bottom. <laughs> 
Oh, man, I know we can't get the Jets to win a game now. I'm, I'm mad because we have to play the Wa- Reds or the Redskins, the Washington team again. So we'll have two wins. And, you know, the, I don't see the Jets getting a win. So I, don't know. I, I, don't know. I think it's maybe the Cowboys and the Jets for that top pick. Yeah, you know, well, the Cowboys already have their two wins, I think. So, you know, we'll see. It's, it's, it is what it is, you know. I, and I really, uh, I thought the, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, that we would see Fitzpatrick or uh, maybe Cam Newton to the Cowboys this week or this weekend by, by Monday, yeah. you know, whenever. I mean, that they is. lose to the Eagles, it's a long haul back. Yeah, well, honestly, I could see the Cowboys tanking the rest of the way out. Like, you know, because Jerry Jones honestly doesn't want to pay Dak. Just doesn't want to pay him. No, I agree. And I think this is their way. Okay, we're done. We'll pay your money. You go find another team and move on. And uh, he'll be able to at least maybe get Justin Fields. you know, there's the kid from North Dakota State I'm not as high on. And the kid from uh, BYU is kind of starting to, you know, going to make a play. I mean, I haven't seen him play yet. It is it is out west. I don't get to see much of that football. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but. But as know. an Eagles fan, I'm not uh, overconfident about Sunday. Yeah. We barely beat the Giants. So what does that tell you? <laughs> right. Well, we have a tight end who can't catch. And yeah, so I let mean, me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. Do you think you see Zach Ertz in an Eagle uniform again? I don't think so. They're, they're even talking about Goddard playing uh, this weekend. Yeah, I, I just think I think. I don't think he won't be traded because he's on the IR. Right, he's on the IR. And I know, I know that the Eagles tried to keep him off the IR to trade him. But yep. they couldn't. They couldn't. And they had two possible offers out there, right? And they well, for once they Green found Bay out he was Marvel. hurt, they 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 reneged, so they had to put him on the IR. Yeah, and uh, their cap situation next year is a mess. So if they can unload Ertz and save a little bit of cap money, they have Goddard. Goddard. I mean, Ertz has been horrible this year. I don't mm-hmm. think he's made more than two catches in a game. I think part of that's the contract, but. Yeah, because I, I mean, he dropped a, I, I felt in week one, he had that, you know, key fourth down. You yep. got to catch that ball. And you he know, doesn't miss those. You know, right. You, you know, and I, honestly, I, I think he's, it's, you know, he's, he's, he's in his own head, too. A lot of those guys, they're pissed yeah. off when they're, because they feel like they need to be getting more money. And, well, yeah, he feels like he but it, has. Had a great career in Philadelphia, and he wants to be a role. You know, he wants to finish there. But, I mean, it's not like he's, you know, making – you know, he's still a pretty high-paid – I mean, he's still making close to – he's making 10 or 12 million dollars. He's making – Kittle or Kelsey. Right. He's not making their money, but he's still – You know, at one time he was up there. I mean, you know, so – But – Yeah, I I think if you have Goddard and he's shown – a lot of skill with Wentz that you just go with him and get rid of. Right. Rid of and yeah. And I think Jackson's done. I think his contract's over, isn't it? Yeah. He's, that was his last game. This Yes. Oh, but his God. contract, wasn't it two years? I thought it was two. Yeah, and done, he's, his contract's over at the end of the year. And I, yeah. He's not so you back. move on from him, obviously. And uh, I think Al, Al Jeffries, I think you're just going to have to cut bait. I don't think anybody wants him. I mean, no, what are you going to get? A seventh I mean, round if, pick? If they can get him in, 
before the trade deadline and, and showcase him a little bit, maybe. But he, he's right now he didn't practice today, so I don't think he's going to play. Right. So how do you, how do you, who's taking that guy? No, I mean, I mean, and he's a, a cancer on a team anyway. Right. Because I mean, you're paying him. He's getting twelve mil. He's getting. He's yeah, got a big contract. Howie Roseman, that was a huge mistake. Well, I think he had to because, you know, you just won the Super Bowl, you know, and yeah. all that stuff. And, you know, you, you reward he those guys. But... These, these older guys, way too much money. And, I, I mean, look at Jason Peters, who this will definitely be his last year. Well, it was just a one-year deal when they brought him back. Yeah, and, so. and because they bonused him, they feel the need to put him at left tackle this weekend, apparently. So, Well, it's not because they bonused him. They don't have anybody else to play left tackle. So. Yeah, but Mylotta has played pretty well since he's been gone. Yeah. I mean, he's played in the last three Yeah, that's true. He has, he has played pretty well. You, you yeah. know, stick him I mean, back inside. I'd rather move Peters to guard or right tackle because all those other guys are hurt, but they feel like – they they gave him more money to play left tackle. I, I don't know. That's at least that's what they're saying on sports radio. Right, right. You know they're always right on sports radio. Absolutely. That that's you know we that's what we why we get to talk about it. So yeah. So uh, let's let's get into we have a uh, uh, you know probably one of the state powerhouses in the last yeah. you know probably all, five years now. They have what four of the last three of the last five state titles yep. uh, in the Smyrna Eagles going to travel south uh, in this uh, monsoon that's going on right now. Here. Yeah, they say by game time it's just going to be cloudy. So. Yeah, it should be gone. You got the brand new turf, uh, which Take it. Uh, and uh, it looks great. It looks great, but and there's always a but because I, I you know, I am a optimistic complainer as, as my <laughs> wife likes to say you're 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 the most optimistic complainer i've ever met you know the the cape the word cape in the end zone the old turf it went across the entire end zone gotcha the new one and when you see it tomorrow night yeah I, it's I'm about as it. wide as the goalpost. it says cape it's like real that's small it. that's it it's like really what what happened? Did you run out of paint? What did you? you know? did they, did and by the way, I found out that's not paint. Like I thought, my because I you know it was great. I worked there, as most people know, so I got to watch most of the process of the turf being installed. Yeah, which was pretty cool because you know you when you watch it on TV, it's always you know fast mode, you know, and they go in but to watch them every day and i thought it was like a rug in your house they just giant carpet they roll it out they tack it down yeah. and we're good no it's uh they roll the rug out like but all the white lines and stuff are stitched in all that's stitched into okay. the, so the cape stitched in yes it's all stitched into the i watched them do that it took them maybe they didn't realize it was so small and they already had it laid down. yes I, I guess i don't know what the deal was but um but you know we 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 haven't i haven't uh i haven't seen any tape on smyrna i i'm going yeah. by the score of yeah. last week's game they they scored 40 points and uh you know so they're back to uh they're back to their old selves of you know high flying offense I, I saw a little bit of video but they had over 600 total yards yes and, and you add another night into the mix 
you know, yeah. Will Knight's younger brother, and I apologize to the Knights because I, I didn't do my homework. I don't know your first names, but now there's two Knights. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I saw on the Kazeer, st- on the stat line. Knight and, and Wayne Knight and Wayne, yes. So yeah. uh, uh, and Wayne's the junior, correct? And, yep. Yep. Yeah. And so. he he's I mean I think he they averaged last year about 108 yards a game or some it may have been even a little bit higher and he had an amazing rushing game uh, against uh, who they played Dover. Yeah. And passing, I mean, Aiden Sanchez, the the quarterback, had four TDs. Passing TDs. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a track meet, and I'm going to be, I'm very interested to see because I, I feel like every team that plays Smyrna falls into their trap. Mm-hmm. And their trap, yeah, you mentioned that. Their trap is I'm going to play fast and I'm going to go for two point conversion. And as mm-hmm. soon as they make that two point conversion and you score, Everyone feels like I got to go for two to keep up with them. And then they don't make it. And, you know, it's the hardest two yards in football. And if you don't practice and you don't practice, it's very hard. I don't care. I don't care what. Accidentally got two. Yes. It it is. It is, you know, and it's just something. And we saw, and I bring, I only bring that up because we saw Cape go for two after you know, the uh, Central got a got the two, and the only reason why, they took that one point off the board because of a penalty. Yeah, they were on the one-yard one line. One-yard line. So it made it a little bit easier. They wound up getting the two points, and I, and I just feel like, you know, that's going to cause you some problems tomorrow night if you think yeah. that you're going to go in that two-point – the yeah. two-point game is what I call it. Yeah, Cape, Cape can't get – too far behind because they're going to have to score some points. Uh, I mean, Smyrna, they look really good from some of the highlights they had up on, uh, on the max for sports website. Uh, it's going to be a tough game. I was you know, limited knowledge on what Cape looked like last year, but I thought they hung in there pretty well against central, you know, Hey, I, you know, I, and I, you know, I talked to the defensive coordinator for Cape. I, I gave him a lot of props. You know, you, you know, you open up the game and you stop, uh, mm-hmm. uh, one of the uh, most powerful offenses in their own right, seven times hold them to a field goal uh, early on. And, you know, that's got to be a big boost for those kids who, you know, got basically run out of the building the year, the year before that, you know, uh, so that's a big building block. And I think after that, they did kind of settle down. And that really, you take away that two point conversion with the muff, uh, 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 punt. Yeah, you take that out of the mix. I mean, Cape really had an opportunity to drive down yeah, and, they, and tie this they had football the game. All back touchdown with the penalty, right? In the game too. So, right, you, know, you lose forty-seven nothing to them last year, and you you hang in there. Um, you know, for most of the game, keep it at about one score. I I thought they, you know, defensively they hung in there, and and if they can get some sort of passing attack. Yeah, I think both sides yeah, struggled with the pass, really, because I really felt that if uh, Central caught the football, they they that score wouldn't have been as close oh, as yeah. it was, uh, because Cape's passing game was pretty non-existent. Yeah, uh, but we talked about Burton being 
wide open most of that game on the outside. Yes, and, and they've never taken advantage of yeah. that. I mean, maybe one. I think he was targeted four way. times, four times yeah. all night. I mean, but there were times when they were just totally playing off. They they just said, "We know you're going to run the ball." Yeah, and and it's going to be it's going to be interesting because you know uh, with Cape you go back you know their defense what do they do Friday night because you can't stop stack the box to stop night because they'll burn you obviously they can throw the football all over the field Uh, Sanchez can make all the throws. You know he's going to yeah. be playing on Saturdays somewhere next year. Oh and, yeah, and, I mean the only uh, the only hope they have uh, Sanchez through two interceptions, you know, hang in there with a turnover. Um, I think they had one fumble and two interceptions. So, right, and you have to capitalize on those turnovers. Yeah, and 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 really that you got to make Smyrna beat themselves, and I think if they can really get those. Eight, nine, ten play drives, march down the field, chew up some clock. You know, yep. when the back judge or, or and it starts raising his hand for the last ten seconds, then you snap the football, chewing up as much time as you can. Uh, and I, I think forcing Smyrna to make a mistake. And I, I mean, you're asking a lot from a young Cape team to play mistake-free football. That's but what they're going to need. They're going to need that. But the encouraging point is you went to the castle and granted you had that big penalty that cost you a, a touchdown. But for the most part, there wasn't that many penalties on both sides for being no, the first really. the first football game. I thought we'd see yeah. a lot more false starts and we, you know, illegal procedures and we didn't really see those things. So uh, that's encouraging you know, from, from a young team, hopefully they can play, you know, uh, a little bit better. And we didn't get too much help from the officials either, as you mentioned, (laughs) you know, yeah, it's, well, you're in the castle, you're at the castle and you're, you know, you, you just aren't going to get the calls that you might get somewhere else. And I, and, you know, I, I say this all the time and, you know, and, and, I want to preface this because you're 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 the new guy on the block. <laughs> because when it, when I was coaching, I never bought into any of the officiating causing being, you know, being a factor in the game. Yeah. You know, because I used to tell the kids, "Look, the officiating is bad. We already know this. Let's not make it an issue. Let's yeah. just go out and win the football game." And take it out. Now, I did coach with somebody uh, who was more of that, like I am now. He was constantly telling, "Oh, well, when you go to when you go there, you don't get, you're not getting the calls at Central." And that was true yeah, yeah, until I first, well, when my first game in the booth at Central, yeah, the clock operator. Or the a PA announcer, I should say, because the official runs the clock, turned to the clock operator, who is an official, and said, "Doesn't he know where he's at throwing that flag?" And since then, I've been the the well, skeptic. And your job is is to analyze the game, 
you know, you're not coaching for. I'm not there. coaching now, so now I get to complain and and you know, yeah. I'm I'm sure that if I were to get the opportunity to be back on the sideline, I'm sure I will get yeah. a. Uh, and my job is to control you. <laughs> yeah, few, few have been able to do that, but you know, it, it's uh, it is what it is. You know, yeah, I, I don't want us getting escorted out in the middle of the third quarter or something like <laughs> yeah. that. It would not be good. For yeah, the yeah, yeah. You know, when, when you know the Delaware State Police have to come up to the box and and yeah. you know ask you that kindly to uh, vacate the premises. You know, <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, it should be, it should be a fun game tomorrow night. I think uh, we're excited. Our pre, for those of you locally, our, our pregame, pregame will be at our sponsor, flagship sponsor of Pat's Pizza. Yeah, and I did find out they're actually not letting people inside. Oh, really? Okay. So no, it's takeout only. So stop yeah. by Pat's, pay, take some takeout, and yeah. uh, and then go from there. And I don't think, you know, obviously, Cape, it's limited, so you obviously know if you're allowed to go to the game or not. Yeah. Uh, I checked. They actually did put our names on the list, so we we, we wow. are – we are allowed to be in the, in the, on the premises. So it's, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's a little, little concerned, but, but you know, it, it, there is a new athletic director at Cape, so he doesn't really know yet. So he put my name on, I'm sure when the, uh, the higher ups take a look at the guest list and see my name, it'll, it'll, there'll be some kind of issue. Yeah. Wow. Eventually they'll, they'll flag me too. Yes. Because you're guilty by association. Yeah, that that's the way it works. So yeah. Yeah. But uh but yeah, you can Dynamic listen to us one oh five nine uh starting at six thirty, you know, so while you're sitting in your car enjoying your Pat's pizza, you can listen to the game one oh five nine. Well you can also uh, bring us some goodies up in the booth if you want. Yeah, you could come in and deliver. Anybody wants to deliver some yeah. pats over to us, uh, you know. We'll be you more get hungry happy. when you're when you're calling football. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Exactly. So take it. And hey, one other note, we um we're going to have the Milford Henlopen game on 105.9 and on 102.1. Oh, next week. So, next week. Yeah, yes. next week. Yes, so I, I, Gary. Gary was supposed to join us. Uh, he had uh, uh, something come up, so he couldn't. Because uh, yeah. I'm I just kind of interested to see how how they're handling the, the, bye, the bye week. They get that extra week to, you know. Yeah. And they did look pretty impressive uh, in their win, Uh as yeah, well, what I heard. so I'll be anxious, you know. So we'll, you know, I'm excited for next Thursday because Garrett, hopefully Gary will be with us, and we can kind of really talk yeah. both sides of the football. Uh, both teams get a little better insight. Um, yeah, so you'll get the Cape Henlopen point of view from us on Well Five Nine, and then you'll get Milford side on One Hundred Two One. So. Right, exactly, and you yeah. get, and it's funny. Last year that was. Uh, one of Cape's one of their one of their two wins last year came against Milford and Milford. You know it was kind of funny. Milford lost to Cape, turned around and beat a high-powered Dover team last year. That was you know a bad call away from playing in the state title. There you go. You know the year before the year before high high expectations for uh, for Dover and. Uh, and it was, uh, and then to Milford, who I thought did not look very impressive with, against Cape. Yep. And they wound up losing that game. 
but then turn around and really put a shellacking on on Dover the following week, which surprised the heck out of me. So, yeah, we I guess Cape only has two more road games. You got Milford and Dover, and then so. Dover at the end. So um, yeah, so, so we're gonna get some uh, friendly. Uh, Friendly fan and and maybe some home cooking. Yeah, and 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 I heard the band will be there as well. Uh, at okay, the Cape so we won't band. have any national anthem snafus. Yes, <laughs> we won't. Yes, a big shout out, Mike McRae. Uh, the yeah, uh, he did a great the, job. Yes, uh, saying just stepped I would tell in. Him, Billy, our producer, we got to keep running commercials until they figure this out. <laughs> we had so, about four minutes of commercials trying to wait for the anthem to get done. Right, right, but it was uh, you know, but he stepped up, sang the national national anthem it was uh it was you know probably the best i've ever i've heard in a long time so it was Heck good yeah. hey good we'll stuff. take it absolutely we'll so all right so i'll look forward to uh seeing you tomorrow uh yeah and we'll be there we'll be there remember 105.9 we start at 6 30 will be our pregame kickoff is at seven so uh tune in and uh you can give them the in there an app or something they can do for our fans that yeah are, forever uh, uh the forever radio app on google or uh the iphone so okay just forever radio type it in in the search button and you can download the app perfect and then you can hear us uh, wherever you are because you know we even we get guys from england checking checking out the show and stuff so you never know they well, just, yeah, uh, and let's, uh, you know, last week we didn't do a lot of interactive uh, stuff on social, but you can go on the 105.9 Facebook page and post. We'll check it out if you have any questions for Coach. Absolutely, and, and of course, always Coach Muddle, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, uh, this just Facebook page, just hit, hit me up. I'm, uh, I'm always tweeting out uh, the score during the game because I, I am a little uh, slow when it comes to the technology stuff so i can't really type and talk at the same time uh so i i'm enough to get the score out and that's about it but yeah i will well, do my it'll best be, it'll be tight talk and eat because we're gonna get some pizza up there right there you go there you go so we'll <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll give a call a call over to pats and make sure they have yeah. stuff ready for us to, for tomorrow so yeah so, so yeah check be- out our great sponsor pats pizza and uh we'll go uh we'll be Kicking off tomorrow, 105.9 at 6.30. Yep, and the weather, like I mentioned, will be a lot better. A little chilly, but don't expect any rain. So that'll be good for the Yeah, I think the rain's going to blow out of here by uh, early tomorrow morning at some point. And and then I think the wind's going to die down by kickoff. So it shouldn't be too, too, too bad. It should be good. So uh, I, I can't wait. It's always fun watching... Uh, Smyrna and uh, Cape uh, play, so it should be a great game uh, and uh, a fun one. So, and maybe Cape gets gets on the gets in the win column this week. Yeah, that would be huge. Going into Milford and after this, get a little winning streak. I'll take it. Absolutely, absolutely. So, all right, Dave. I'll see you tomorrow night, man. I can't wait. Yep. Thanks for having me on. All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a great night. Thanks for checking us out. Don't forget, Sunday, we are uh, we are live Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Stiz, your fantasy guru, uh, will join us. Nevada Nick will have all his picks. We'll talk some NFL uh, and whatnot, so make sure you check us out. And uh, we'll go from there. All right, everyone. Oh, yeah, make sure you go over to uh, YouTube, subscribe, ring the bell, be part of... Uh, my channel, uh, like the Facebook page, 
and if you want to anchor Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast, uh, download it, check it out. We uh, greatly appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. We'll see you soon.